What's up, everybody? Hey, this is TJ McClellan, broker of Fitness Realty. We're back for another fun podcast episode. I'm here, and it's episode 74. We've got Alex Tessier next to me. What's up? How's it going? Thanks for having me Uh, on. Thank you. This episode is going to be sponsored by Liquid Death. I just wanted to throw that out there. They don't really sponsor me, but whatever. It tastes good. And then for everybody out there, if you've been watching uh, some of our podcasts, you know that I'm a Pokemon freak. Um, so I just got a brand new slab in golden metal Charizard. Booyah. So anyway, without further ado, let's uh, chat with Alex next to me. Um, Alex is with a company that's called Billets. And um, if you want to find them on uh, the internet, the sweet www worldwide webs, Check them out on thebillets.org. So Alex and I, uh, we go way, way back. Um, So I want to just let Alex kind of introduce herself and give us a little bit of background about you. Sure. Uh, What's up, everybody? And thank you again, TJ, for having me on. Um, Funny story, we actually met in tech school back in 2005, to date us just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) And we were both going to school to be crew chiefs. So, yeah, Ooh, crew dogs. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and it looks like neither of us really stuck with it. Um, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, so I actually crewed for 15 years and then uh, commissioned with the Guard. So I was active for a little bit. And then nice. uh, found my home with the 187th out of Danley Field outside Montgomery, Alabama. So I do that, nice. you know, one week in a month, two weeks out of the year. Yes. And then, yeah. And then I actually work full time for Northrop Grumman, which is a lot of fun. Uh, I get to work on Army programs uh, on aircraft there, uh, but no wrench turning, just analysis. Nice. Um, let's see. My third job is cleaning <laughs> my my billets and my Airbnbs. So we'll talk more about what those are. But yeah, I clean them myself and manage them myself. And then my fourth job is obviously operating billets. And then. I, uh, I'm actually a full-time college student, getting my second bachelor's in IT and security. Wow. And I have cool. four kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shoo. So if you weren't busy enough, then uh, throw four kids on top of that. Yeah. And they love being <laughs> homeschooled full-time. So. Solid. Solid. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, I kind of want to like, I, I want to step backwards a little bit to uh, when we were in tech school. So for everybody, that was a hot minute ago. Um, do you remember that big like party that everybody got in trouble at that I was not at, but I just remember like there was a lot of shady stuff happening. I didn't know if you knew about that or were involved with it at all, or if you remember I actually, that. I don't even remember it. There are things I remember about tech school. I was really shocked when your face popped up on my Facebook. I was like, I know that guy because there's not a lot I remember. So yeah, true. I kind of blacked out most of uh, tech school as well. Just kind of like one of those times where you're like, I just got to get through this, like, right. Um, and then most of it, I think I was in my party mode and I was a little wasted most of the time. So I'm not going to say like drinking is bad people, but, um, in moderation. <laughs> yeah, I was 18. So I, I had just turned 18. So I wasn't drinking. I was trying to keep my nose clean. I yeah. was not entirely successful, but I was not underage <laughs> drinking. That, yeah. that was not what got me in trouble while I was there. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I just remember like the girls hallway was always crazy. Uh, The MTLs were like, we got to go down there and inspect. And I was like, 
I don't even want to walk in this place. Like, I'm hands off in here. I don't even want to do anything. (laughs) I remember there was one MTL. I came out. um, I was going to do laundry, and I had just some short shorts on because I had nothing left that was clean, and I thought... (laughs) I'm going to go do laundry. She marched my ass straight back to the hallway and was like, put clothes on. I mean, looking back, that was so dumb. But oh, my gosh. No thought, no forethought at all. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Everybody was very excited to help me with my laundry that day. She was like, go to the, back, go to, go to the hallway. <laughs> I'm sure, like, everybody wanted to help you fold. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Like, well, I, and, I like, didn't make it very far, so... Yeah, and like in the crew chief space, like we're all kind of a little, little messed up. Our couple screws loose, you know. So everybody For just sure. walling out in uh, tech school. <laughs> well, and it, again, like there's, it's what five hundred guys in that squadron, and that hallway. When I got there, it was myself and one other female. Whoa. There were two of us. That was it. Yeah. So <laughs> I think by the time I left, maybe there were six. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, I get it. Gosh. We're a whole bunch of hormonal young adults. Like, right. mm, I do <laughs> not envy our MTIs. Oh, 100% no. Like, that job's crazy. But I also feel like the MTL job, way crazier just because of, like, people leaving, drinking, coming back, like, curfew times. It was like, that would right. be a mess to handle. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. It was uh, not something I ended up volunteering for. Mm-hmm. Well, what what month did you leave? Because I think I got there like right at the tail end of 2005, so maybe December-ish. So I got there. I got to Shepherd the last week of November 2005, so I would have left around April 2006. And okay, cool. I did hot training at Luke, and then my first base was Osan, and I got there... April, May time frame, I think. Oh, okay. Wow. So I think maybe I was a couple weeks behind you or maybe three weeks. Well, maybe not even three weeks. I'm, it might have been two weeks behind you. Yeah, I think we just, for whatever reason, our paths did not cross until a couple months in, I think. Yeah. I don't remember. I just remember meeting you and and I don't, like for whatever reason, like meeting you stood out in my mind. But I think one of the girls that I was with was like, oh, he's cute. So, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh, uh, yeah. So I think I think it stood out in my mind because she was not very interested in the other guys there. So when she said that, I was kind of like, oh, okay, what's going on? Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, I don't well, think, see, but I don't think, like you and I, I don't think we hung out a whole bunch. So, it, yeah. yeah. Well, when I, when I got there, since um, for everybody else that doesn't know, I was in SEER school before that. And so SEER school gave me, um, I think I was already on like phase three or phase yeah. four almost. And so when I got yeah. to tech school, everybody's like, well, you're fresh and brand new, so you can't go anywhere. And I'm like, well, I'm already phase three, so I can do whatever I want anyways. So whatever. And then I showed up with a rope, which... Yeah, like, you did. It means nothing. <laughs> it means nothing, you know. But like, so when I bring that up, people are always like, "Oh, you're a rope," and I was like, "Blah." It doesn't even mean anything. But I did have one when I got there, and so they like accelerated me or whatever. Yeah. And so that part was kind of weird because I was already three phases ahead of everyone, or or two phases ahead of everyone um, that was in my class, and then I was like responsible for people there, and I'm like, 
you don't want me in charge of anything right now. <laughs> right? Right? Who, who here is making good decisions right now? Yep, yep. So when that, and this kind of circles back to when that big party was going down, I actually didn't get invited out to it because I was like, I don't know if I want to go to that. And then at the time I was the squadron red rope. So they were like, we don't want that guy there. Right. So I went to stage West, like we always did on the weekends and just yep. partied. And, um, then when the weekend happened and like 65 people got underage drinking, uh, things or whatever from that party, um, they were like, well, did you have any knowledge about this? And I was like, well, I knew there was a party going down, but I was at stage West, you know, tanked. So I didn't even know what was happening. And so they were like, you're the worst squadron rope we've <laughs> yeah, ever had. Worst rope ever. <laughs> and I was like, well, you shouldn't have made me the rope. You know, like I'm all about people living their lives and, you know, being adults and they, you know, they were making choices. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I can't even say that I remember a whole lot about that. I think, like I said, I, I did not keep my nose entirely clean that whole time. So I think at that point I had other stuff on my plate. So I was like, I am not not looking for any more trouble. I don't want to know anything about this. If y'all are doing it, leave me out of it. I'm a good kid. Leave me alone. Right. Uh, so awesome. Well, um, let's fast forward to now. Um, right now, it seems like you just have so many things going on. I mean, you kind of give us a little bit of background. Um, I couldn't even like put all of the things you have together going on, like in one way or fashion. Like, I think I would just let all of those plates fall over. Um, so kind of give us a little back, bit of background about um, where you're at in like ADPI and where you're at in single family, like residential rentals, billets. I mean, like give us a little bit of background there. There's a lot that we kind of, I want to digest it all with you. Yeah. So I'm actually based uh, out of Huntsville, Alabama, um, where I have, I have my like nine to five job with Northrop um, and I have a long term rental there as well. So that was my primary residence. And like most people with ADPI, I bought the house, lived in it for however long I needed to, and then uh, using my VA loan. Um, mm -hmm. And then realized that I had an opportunity to make a little bit of money with it. And originally when I went, when I commissioned and went back to AMOC um, with the pandemic, my husband quit his job. Um, and we said, well, we, we need to recover that income a little bit. So we were like mm -hmm. last minute, packed everything up in the attic and said, we're going to list it on Airbnb and see what happens. Wow. Like, in two weeks, loaded everything into the attic, decorated and called it good and just left. So from Alabama to uh, managing it in Texas, from Texas, uh, while going to AMOC. And um, we were really fortunate in that we had like the one bad experience up front where uh -huh. we said, don't touch the thermostat or like, if you have any issues, let us know. And yeah. they had issues. They didn't tell us for a good, like 48 hours. And they're like, it's 90 degrees in here. <laughs> we cranked it all the way down to 50. Well, they froze oh. the unit. And oh. my second guess on Airbnb, I paid 10 K out of pocket to relate place oh. my entire HVAC unit. I was like, what did I do? <laughs> I just, I was screwed myself. Right. But um, actually we replaced it and then we stayed booked until probably October, like just solid. Wow. We were like, we can't even move back into our house right now when I finish AMOC. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. This is good a good problem, problem to have. have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so while I was at AMOC, my, my commander had given me permission to bring my family 
and I actually have not done a ton of TDYs. So I wasn't entirely sure um, exactly how to get that all set up. So I actually slept the first night in the dorms with my family. You can ask the shepherd in how they felt about that. Nice. Um, and then <laughs> the next day went off base, uh, went through DTS and found a hotel. Um, and so a couple things kind of led to me purchasing some short-term rentals here. The first being that I, <laughs> we all know how dorm experiences can be, right? Sometimes mm -hmm. they're great, sometimes they're not. I was not thrilled 100%. that my AC worked only so long as I stood underneath it in the middle of June <laughs> in Texas, right? I was cold right. in that one spot. Um, it would rain and water would kind of come out of the door uh, along with the roaches. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, and then I was like, that's cool. I'm just going to take a hot shower. I'm going to relax. I'm not going to pay attention to it. And the shower uh -huh. head is spraying over the shower curtain. <laughs> so I'm trying to aim it back into the shower. I was like, okay, that's a good thing I'm going off base anyway. So I find yes. my hotel and no big deal. Get checked in. That front looks real nice. There's a Whataburger across the street. I'm like, I love Whataburger. Perfect. Solid. Oh, yeah. And then the cops pulled up and started pulling prostitutes out and the gunshots <laughs> started. And I was like, oh, maybe it's not. Like, ooh. <laughs> this was a poor you choice. Know, that's that's Shepard in a nutshell. Just, mm, <laughs> yeah. Brings me back to the I good old can, days. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'd forgotten that this was a thing. So... <laughs> Oh my I asked gosh. my classmates, like, I asked my classmates, I was like, what are you guys doing? They're like, we're doing a version of an Airbnb. So most of us mm -hmm. have heard of crash pads, right? Yeah. So they were sharing a crash pad. I was like, oh, I could do that. So I went and found yeah. one, moved my family in, all good. And I was like, why do I not own one of these yet? If I'm yeah. doing Airbnb and enjoying it, why not? So we bought our first one. I actually showed you a video of it earlier. Yeah. Um, and so while we were living in our crash pad, we bought one and started flipping it. And so nice. that was kind of the birth of the idea for Billet. Um, but as we, so as we started flipping it and renting it out, we, we did really well with renting it out um, to families that are PCSing and sorry, I'm recalling and I'm like looking up to the left the whole time. Um, it's all good. We're PCS, we're, we're getting families that are PCSing and folks on TDY. And then I'm talking to some of these families and they're like, man, I wish more of these were available. And mm -hmm. my TDY folks are like, this is great because I have a whole kitchen. I have a backyard. It's within mm -hmm. five minutes of base. Um, and it's not a party house. Like that was kind of something that set us apart from the other's houses. Yeah. Um, and so they let me know though. They're like, but how do I find other crash pads? Like at other bases? Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, I could do that. I can put together a website nice. for that. Yeah. So, so we have two prop, two and a half properties. We built a, a tiny home in the back of one, right? That we also rent out. But we have two properties next door to one another um, at Shepherd that are short-term rentals, and we just bought a uh, fourth property up in Oklahoma that we're going to do something nice. different with. It'll also have short-term rentals on it, but it's going to be more like an adventure farm. So. Yeah. We're looking for more stuff on our plate. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you weren't busy enough, oh, let's just buy 40 acres in Oklahoma and do some more like crazy stuff. You're just yeah. mind blowing. Wild. <laughs> yeah, I can't sit still. I don't sleep. So, you know. Hey, you know, like that's how you got to live life, you know, like full balls to the wall. I mean, it's called crew chief blood for a reason. Like you can't turn it off. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, there's never sitting still ever. <laughs> right? It's just like, let me have a chicken sandwich. 
and then back at it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, were you ever stationed in Italy? Uh, never in Italy, no. So when I was stationed there, I'll never forget. There was one day; it was pouring rain all day long, and it's sleeting. And we, it was during that time where commanders were in charge, like were responsible for whether or not their folks were passing. Right? There's a point where they kind of put it back on the member. And then there's mm-hmm. a point where they put it on the commander that your folks have to pass the PT test. Mm-hmm. So we're doing PT at 3 a.m. Oh, we're going geez. and launching jets at, at 7, right? So you know you're at roll call by 4 or 5. Yep. Um, it is 4 p.m. And we have not eaten. I have oh. been up and down out of the crew chief or the, the cockpit. I don't know how many times that day for various reasons. Mm-hmm. And somebody comes by and goes, hey, we're going to, oh, God, what was the name of it? I'm going to butcher this. I think it was, I think it was boobies, boobies diner. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah. And it was, I think it was a Navy guy uh, who owned one of the few places that did American food. And they're like, what Mm -hmm. do you want? I was like, I want the chicken sandwich. I want the chicken sandwich. And they come back and this thing is, it's, I think it's, God, I don't even remember anymore, but it's chicken and it's bacon. And it's like, it's, it's, it's the size of my face. Oh, nice. That was the best chicken sandwich I have ever eaten. I was oh, trying to reach in my jet so and just killing it. Somebody was like, did you want to breathe in between? Did you taste it? I'm no. Like, Don't. That was the yeah. best thing I've ever had. Right. <laughs> I ate the whole damn thing. I ate the, I was... Yes. <laughs> that sounds euphoric. God, sorry. You said chicken sandwich. I was like, funny story. Like the best food I've ever had is at the end of a freaking 16 hour shift eating right. a chicken sandwich in the rain. Uh, it was so soggy, good. it was gross, but it was so right. good. A little hydraulic fluid. Hey, it always yeah. is good, you know, just, mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fave. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, okay, Let, let's, let's kind of talk a, a little bit about billets. Um, so right now, the website, how many how many people are on there or how do we how do we find people or can we put our own rentals on there or how does that work? Yeah, so Billets is a short slash midterm rental platform. So we are essentially just the middleman. We are a way for folks to list their home and for service members to find a place to stay. Um, the, I mean, what sets us apart from like Airbnb or VRBO or Furnish Finder is that we went into the JTR and we made sure that we made a list for our hosts so that they know what they need to do to meet the JTR requirement so that our members are going to get reimbursed. They're allowed to stay with us and actually coming. Yeah. So um, safety requirements, documents being correct, um, Mm -hmm. fees and uh, like nightly rate is correct. So, and that's all built into the platform because we don't want, we want this to be easy for the host and easy for the member. Oh, that's so cool. So, yeah. So So it's TJ. TJ wants to go list with us. You go log in, create your profile with Google or ID mm-hmm. me. Um, mm-hmm. And then it walks you through just like other platforms where it's like, okay, what's your address, which we don't show uh, until the person is booked. Um, yes. Yeah. And then uh, there's in-app communication, um, in-website uh, calendar management. Um, we do the payment processing. We partner with Stripe. We wanted to make sure that we used a well-known and trusted uh, payment processor. Solid. So, yeah. And then, um, like I said, the calendar is in there. What else? Uh, you get to add your photos. And then, of course, 
your requirements are listed in there as well. So one of the mm -hmm. pages is amenities, and it tells you like these are the things that you need in order to list with us. So yeah, yeah, that's really cool. So let me just kind of recap, just so I make sure I understand. So let's say I have a house next to Hill Air Force Base, um, and I want to do like short-term rental there for somebody coming for hot training or um, coming for a new tech school or something. I don't know what they offer there for tech schools, but let's say I was going to do it there. Would it be beneficial to put it on the billets just because it's a good demographic, it seems like? Yeah, so so there are a lot of, uh, there's a lot of demand for people being TDY and PCSing um, to stay at a short-term rental and unfortunately, like, for example, the Air Force has put out that you can't stay at an Airbnb. And because Airbnb is synonymous with short-term rentals, people think they can't stay at them. And that's oh, incorrect. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So the JTR actually says that if you choose not to stay on base, you will only be reimbursed up to the nightly rate on base. It doesn't say you can't stay Oh. So if so, if anybody has any questions about that, feel free to like reach out. I'm happy to yeah. explain it and answer um, because we get a lot of pushback from members going, I can't stay. Like, you, no, our documents are JTR compliant. Our homes mm -hmm. are safe to meet the safety standards. And we did that specifically because we are not Airbnb. We are not VRBO. We want you to be able to stay right. with us and not have any issues. Oh, that's so cool. I think something that's really important to kind of key in on here is um, this is what we love to do about our podcast is really share education and you have so much education and knowledge about how to make the JTR docs uh, viable, um, how to actually get this done and kind of go through all the red tape because let's be honest, the military always has a lot of red tape. So once you kind of know that system and get through that, I mean, there's a world of opportunity here and I think that um, people, if they want some more information about how to do that. Um, or jumping on your website, I think they just take that opportunity and start crushing it just like you have. Yeah, so actually the really cool thing is we have billets and then similar to, I hate to keep mentioning Airbnb, but Airbnb has the super host status, right? Mm -hmm. We are actually implementing something similar very soon here because we are gonna be in DTS. Whoa. So, yes. What? So, no way. Yeah, 2024, you should be able to find billets homes in DTS. And wow. when our host, yeah, I'm super excited. Um, we actually just barely missed the train for 2023. Uh, they had asked all the business cases to be submitted. And we had just launched our new platform in August and the case had mm -hmm. to be in by the end of July. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so if there's anybody interested in being a Billets Pro, which is yeah. I think the tag we're going to go with, there are mm -hmm. slightly different standards to be in DTS versus just JTR compliant. Um, yeah. But we'll t we're going to take probably 20 posts and it'll be our first business case that we enter in and, uh, and compete. We're competing with like Hilton and Marriott and stuff like that. So, wow. That's, yeah. that's so big though, to get into DTS like that is, that's impressive. So that, I mean, kudos to you. Very <laughs> Thanks. Nice. It's been it's been a, a wild ride trying to figure out how to do that. Yeah. So I know we're. I think I want to say we are the only short term rental platform that has figured it out and is competing for it. So wow. I don't. I hate to misspeak, but right now I, we've done some a lot of digging, and I think we're the only ones that that are yeah. doing that right now. That is so cool. Well, I I kind of want to 
like move to goals because it sounds like I mean you're getting ready for a 2024 being in DTS that's huge what does it look like beyond that I mean where does the where does billets go from here um, to continue helping the public get their properties on the platform and you know continue to keep crushing it in passive wealth generation yeah so um, at the moment we have you know, you talk about Airbnb market saturation, we have openings. Um, we have people asking for Scott Air Force Base, um, Fort Bragg, Fort Rucker, <clears throat> excuse me. Mm -hmm. um, and we don't have listings there just yet. Um, we had, yeah, so we have a bunch of people that have reached out and said, hey, I'm interested. So they're going through the process. One of the things that you do need to list with us is an EIN. Um, gotcha. Yeah, so if you're not familiar with what that is, it's basically a tax identification for a business. Um, mm -hmm. So if anybody needs help getting that started, I can definitely recommend um, some various corporations that will help you get it set up and do it right. Cool. Um, but it's one of the requirements to, to then go and get a code that you need to be certified safe, right? It's actually gotcha. a fairly simple process that we can get you through in probably a week, week and a half. Oh, that's but, yeah, it's not terrible, but um, some, for some people, it can be a bit of a hurdle. Um, yeah. But like I said, we're looking for homes nationwide. We have a handful in Alabama, Texas, Washington, Oregon. Um, wow. We've got a handful more that people have reached out and said, hey, I want to list with you in Georgia, North Carolina. Hawaii is one nice. where we've got people looking to list with us. Yeah. Um, that one's a little bit different because, of course, you still have to follow the short-term rental requirements mm -hmm. uh, for your local area. Um, we don't get to get away with it just because we're military. Right. Yeah. Um, Dang yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You would think it's a good cause that they don't care. Right. Like, so, come on, city establishments, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. But our That's vision cool. is to be uh, the premier choice for military members on official and leisure travel worldwide. So oh. our, you know, step one, the nation, eventually yeah. though, you know, when you go to your station in Ramstein and need to stay off base for a little while or want to stay off base for a little while, hopefully you'll have a home there too. Yeah. Oh, that's so big. The, the thing that I really love about this is there's so many different opportunities to kind of weave this together with like ADPI, um, with just military members in general. Um, and it feels like I mean, I don't know if it was just because we were kids when we got in and when we were at tech school, we all seemed kind of stupid, but it feels like people are getting smarter about real estate. And I know there's a lot of entities kind of teaching that. Um, but I, th I feel like this wave or there's a train kind of coming that is more people taking opportunity uh, to have passive wealth generation in real estate. So it's so big. Yeah. And uh, like you said, so ADPI, um, I just got tied in with them recently. <laughs> And I love their their mission. Um, I know Mark Yon was talking about he wants he just wants to change the way that people look at um, generating income and for the military and wealth for the military and mm -hmm. and he looks at real estate as a way. And I hope I'm paraphrasing accurately, Mark Yon, but um, right, sorry, you know, Mark Yon, just kidding. Yeah, real estate <laughs> is just a great way to get there, and we have these wonderful benefits. And I think at ADPICon they said. Uh, only 20% of veterans use their VA loan. Yeah, it's super right? low. Yeah, it's super That's low. That's insane. And it's such a great yeah. opportunity. So one of the things that they teach is house hacking, right? Right. Um, and so anytime I see people jump on the ADPI Facebook group and say, hey, 
I'm looking at house hacking, but I don't really, you know, how can I, how can I get started? I want mm-hmm. to kind of stay with a certain demographic that's like mil- helping other military members, right? I'm like, oh, please let's right. fulfill it. Not because like, right. I need it, but because yeah. it's a great opportunity for so many, like you're helping to create your own wealth and then you get to help another military member out and right. you're learning about the short-term rental market. You're learning about uh, um, just, it's, I just think it's a great opportunity. Right. Oh, I think that's so big. I mean, the ADPI mission, like you said, is just going to, I think it's going to revolutionize the way the military kind of looks at all of that. Um, and I, I honestly feel like the military as a whole one day is probably going to have to get more competitive with um, end goal retirement scenarios, because I think somebody that learns ADPI early can do a 10 year stint in the military and just be light years ahead of somebody in passive wealth generation and just say, see ya, I gotta go, you know, and punch out. Yeah. I mean, there'll always be people that stay in the military, of course, but um, I think yeah, that no, maybe I, later on, they're gonna have to get competitive. Well, and unfortunately, I think I think the military actually does a really good job of being competitive with their benefits. Um, I think they don't do a good job of educating people and making sure that they take advantage of them. Because oh, again, what corporate business will give you what you need to buy a home. Right. That North is true. isn't going to buy me a home. Right. You know, they'll pay for my college like the Air Force does. Um, right. But then I, but the, after I finish college, I owe them an additional however many years to pay it back. So oh. similar, yeah, yeah, similar to the Air Force. But, um, yeah. and then uh, my, <laughs> my <laughs> health insurance from Northrop is in. Yeah. I pay just for my husband and I, I think a thousand dollars a month. Whoa! For my health insurance, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. That's not even my four kids because I put them on Tricare. <laughs> I was like, We're yeah, leave right. Just just here. go over there on Tricare. Yep. Because for Tricare, I think I pay maybe maybe around two hundred a month for right. for standard, and it's got the medical and dental. My kids all had braces. I had braces, like, and it was no problem. Wow. It covered everything. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you can't compete with that. So, like you said, it's that just a matter true. of teaching people how to take advantage of those benefits early. Right. One day I want to see that VA percentage just skyrocket and go through the roof because I think it would just, it would change the demographic, I think, of uh, wealth building, which I think would be awesome. Listen, if you have your VA loan and you don't want to use it, hit me up. I'll use it for you. Yeah, right. Hundred percent. Like uh, we need another rental over in OKC. Um. Yeah. Like I, I will figure out how to manage it and run it, and we'll give you a percentage because it's yours. But we will figure out how to help you use it effectively to create income for yourself, like passive income for yourself. Right. Hundred percent. So for everybody listening and your VA member, just reach out to Alex on Facebook and just say, hey. <laughs> I want to make money with my VA loan. <laughs> right? We will figure it out, whether it's long-term, short-term, mid-term, whatever. We will house hacking, second right. home. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Oh, that's so good. I love that. I love that. So, uh, thank you. Well, yeah. let me, um, let's see what we've got here real quick. Um, We've kind of covered a lot of topics. So one thing I want to make sure that everybody understands right now, your platform's national. So anybody around any base um, or pretty much anywhere currently, if they want to have another uh, platform to get their short-term rental 
slash long term midterm or whatever, um, <laughs> getting it on your platform, that's another opportunity that they would have, correct? Yeah. So actually, I wanted to touch on that real quick. So you said mm-hmm. anywhere, right? Most people would think it would make the most money right outside of base. And they would be correct if you were out right outside of base. That is our primary target. However, we have mm-hmm. three pricing options built into the website. The first mm-hmm. one is for your on-base price. So if the person wants to stay with us, doesn't have that non-availability letter, mm-hmm. we're going to match that on-base price. Obviously, that's going to be up to the host. But mm-hmm. um, you know, if you want to get reach more people, have more people, you're going to do that. You're going to match that price. The yeah. other, the second price is the per diem price, right? So for example, Wichita Falls, my nightly rate that I can charge on base is $85. I rent out each room in my house. I don't just rent the whole house. So yeah, my two bed, two bath at $85 a night per room. Um, I, my revenue is 2,550 per room at the base rate. And then if they have a non-availability letter, it's $96 a night. And then my leisure rate matches my Airbnb rate because I want people to have the opportunity to make whatever their market value is. Right. And if they want to rent the whole home, they have that option. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So when you say anywhere, that leisure rate is kind of what makes it make sense for anywhere yeah. in the nation. Oh, that's so cool. So kind of to, I don't know, put that into my own terms there's a way that you can have any type of rental on your platform. But if you right. are close to base, then some of that like stuff with per diem and non A's and things like that, you've already kind of like got that all figured in there. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if that sounds confusing to anybody, cause I know it's a lot to process. I am uh-huh. um, happy to get on the phone and explain it and go over it. And I've got charts and, you know explanations of how all that works and we've walked a handful of folks through it and after getting off the phone they're like oh that makes way more sense that's easy okay i got it that's so cool well um give us your like crystal ball really quick about um what base should we buy around just for fun (laughs) (laughs) this is not financial advice everybody but (laughs) if you if you could pick a base (laughs) so the the number one request that i've gotten uh that we don't have a place for yet is actually outside Maxwell Air Force Base in Montgomery, Alabama. Interesting. Um, okay. You've got several schools there and people, especially like their mid-career uh, officers who are going back to school there mm-hmm. and they're bringing their families with them um, because they have that opportunity. To, they're there for six months plus sometimes. And um, gotcha. so, yeah, the, I have a lot of requests at Maxwell. So if you have a place out there in Montgomery or Prattville, mm. um, we're looking there. Um, but in reality, uh, Kiesler is another one. Um, Holloman is another one. Uh, mm-hmm. And I mean, there are actually some crash pads out there that are doing really well. And they might yeah. wonder why they should list with us. And I would tell them that the pipeline recently changed for some officer training school out there, that they were highly dependent on that pipeline. We're going to continue to drive traffic to you, even if the pipeline changes. Nice. So, yeah. That's good, because when people's pipeline dries up and then they're going, huh, how do I cover this mortgage? Then they start going, I need another outlet. So, for everybody, if your pipeline's driving up or uh, drying up, 
reach out to Alex for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, um, before we wrap up, I kind of want to uh, just touch on your personal uh, short-term rental side really fast because you're actually sitting in one when you were talking to me I earlier. Am. I want to go through like a little tour. Talk to us about like, why did you purchase that home? Like what, what did the numbers kind of look like? I mean, you don't have to get nitty gritty, of course, but um, just kind of give us a little tutorial, you know, like how are you going to finish it? What's it going to look like when you're all done? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. So this house was unique in that we actually bought the one next door first. And we said, how cool would it be to have this one because it would give us a full acre and a half. Um, nice. And we had this vision of putting a bunch of tiny homes on it. And I think we're still oh, going to try so to cool. do that. We want to nice. be able to host the entire like AMOC class out here. So if you have 12 to 16 people per class, we yeah. want each person to have their own room and their own kitchen. Um, wow. But still be able to network, right? And so with this yeah. acre and a half, we have a bunch of fire pits. We have a bunch of hammocks, um, barbecue grill. We're going to put pools out back. Wow. That's uh, so cool. but so, yeah, I'm super excited. But this one in particular, we we bought it. The, unfortunately, the neighbor passed away. Oh, um, and so it went to uh, a state sale. And we didn't think we were going to get it. We offered kind of high, like mm -hmm. at the top of the price range we wanted to do. And we're like, yeah, I don't know if this is going to make sense but it's a three bed, three bath. And it has a really unique setup in that like half of the house is completely separate. So right now you can actually book the back half of the house. It's a one bed, Whoa. one bath. Yeah, a full kitchen. Um, it's got, it's, I mean, it's like a, a hotel room on steroids. Yeah. Um, it was originally like all the original oak uh, kitchen cabinetry, the floor was, not so hot there was red shag carpet and orange yeah. and whatever so we went in and we completely uh redid all the floors uh sanded and painted all the cabinets went mm -hmm. and put in some new appliances so it's ready to go it looks good but like the front wow. of the house had a separate kitchen that they had converted into a dining room and um just it was not in great shape and so <laughs> that <laughs> That was a learning process in and of itself. You should have seen us in here on our hands and knees with a little like router trying to sand in the oh. corners. Oh. Because we tore up all the carpets, tore up all, and we're going, oh my God, we've never sanded a floor before. We don't know what we're doing. Oh, my husband no. is with this. There are chunks in some places. We're like, well, how do we fix this? Um, <laughs> there are a couple of roof leaks. And, and so we're going to the house and we're thinking we're going to repaint. And I go to paint this one spot in the hallway. And as I pull the roller back down, like the wall comes down. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh no. I was like, babe, I think we have a roof leak. Do you know how to repair a roof? <laughs> so funny story, I actually met him working aircraft. He's uh -huh. a sheet metal structures guy, so he's, he's handy, but we're both nice. looking at the problem going, we know nothing about drywall. <laughs> oh, so no. we, yeah, but we got it repaired. If you walk through the hallway, you'll probably be able to tell our repair. But that's the one spot where it was like, we're, we're just going to we're gonna learn from it. We are going to learn. Yeah. And, um, but we're super excited because we're we built in the kitchen again. Like I said, they've torn everything out. Yeah. Um, it's got all new cabinets in there, brand new sinks, appliances, everything. Because it was just nice. Like, they made it a dining room. Oh, wow. And um, I'm sitting in the master bedroom right now. I don't know if anybody's able to see it. Is it going to be video? 
Yeah, yeah, they should be able to see if you flip it around, yeah. So this is going to be, this actually, there's, I'm not going to open the doors yet because it's all under construction, but like this is a bathroom right here. Nice. And so this is actually a huge sitting area. Wow. And then, yeah, so those are um, 8 by 12 carpets that you see here. These are huge rooms. Oh, nice. Yeah, that is so big. This is gonna, yeah, it's going to have a big old king platform bed here, sitting area behind me. Large, all of our, um, all of our houses have huge uh, glass screen televisions with nice. streaming. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, we want people to be able to come and be comfortable and hang out and just kind of. It's not. It's not going to be your top of the line Airbnb necessarily for ours personally. But yeah. we know some folks that have like they've got hot tubs, they've got saunas. Um, right. We're actually going to put a sauna in the back. Of ours, so I shouldn't say they're not going to be tall. <laughs> like, right, I was going to say that's going to be some awesome. of them are crazy. <laughs> some of them are going to be crazy. Like, like I said, we have the hammocks and the pool. The pools will be in next summer, so that's nice. accepting. What will you give us? Just what price point was that at? Because um, the Utah market is unreal. Because um, when you said, "Oh, we're going to have an acre and a half of ground," that doesn't exist here for like under price seven hundred thousand. <laughs> So the so the two homes, we paid a total of two hundred thirty thousand. Wow, that's awesome! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my so gosh. our mortgages are around a thousand each. The yeah. thing that kills us here is utilities. Texas utilities are. Oh, it's insane, right? Yeah, Shepherd's got yeah. some of the highest taxes and utilities at the same time. I'm like, what in the heck? Because I still have a yeah, buddy that you... lives in Wichita Falls. Yeah. Yep. Is he, he stationed out here? Uh, he's stationed. Well, he's not actually like on base. Well, he works on base, but he's in one of the like civilian programs still uh, uh. with the T-37s. Uh, don't quote me on that. I don't really know. All I know is he works on base. <laughs> okay. Yep. He's, prob he's probably one of the crash pad owners around here. <laughs> Uh, I tell him all the time he should own more property. Him and his wife, I think they were getting ready to sell their house and buy a bigger house. Um, but I was like, you should just own, like, keep your house and turn that yep. into a rental and then buy another house, you know. But um, I don't know what he wants to do yet. Yeah, I'm going to actually let him know because I think that his mortgage payment's got to be pretty cheap out there because um, they bought their house quite a while ago. Um, yeah. And I'll bet they paid less than one forty for it. So yeah, that's so, a, and these, a while ago. Yeah, so these two houses I paid like I said, I paid hundred and fifteen each roughly. Um, neither of them are actually on my VA loan. One was a portfolio loan and one was a conventional. Nice. Um, yeah. And my interest rate on the one is I wanna say four I think both of them are right around four percent. Um, so not great but not terrible. Yeah. Um so, and like I said, the, I rent each room out at 85 to 96 a night, depending on whether or not they got that main sound availability on here. So if you want to know, like, public math, um, by the time I average out my utilities and my mortgage, uh, I have a cleaner who comes once a week um, mm -hmm. and does, does just some light cleaning and then does our flips for us when I can't be here to do it myself, right? And we yeah. kind of wanted to factor that in because I don't plan to be the one doing this forever. It just uh -huh. makes sense while I'm renovating the second house. Right. Um, I want to say we are clearing right around 3000 a month on one house. 
Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I need it's, to get in that. I need to get in that type of market because the Utah market is stupid. Like the prices are so high and rent is just not even close. Numbers don't really pan out here. It's kind of weird. You have to be super cash heavy here. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, terrible. I think like some of the crash pads that I see around here, I know that they're still making some good money with it, even though they're going and buying them. Like I bought some 1940s houses and put some, some sweat equity into them. You know, like mm -hmm. I, my, my husband and I did a lot of the work ourselves because we know how to do it. Yeah. Um, but I know some folks that are buying some like move in ready stuff. And again, they're renting out their three bedrooms at 85 a night and it's right. easily covered and they're newer homes so they're they're more energy efficient they don't have the same mm -hmm. building issue that i'm having um gotcha. yeah yeah some of it is i i'm we're gonna add insulation back to make sure that there's no issue next summer gotcha that's fair <laughs> yeah our roof is nice and cool i was like that's not normal in the middle of <laughs> right oh my gosh that's so wild <laughs> yeah so but yeah it, i think um i think it really opens up a lot of ops i know um adpi one of the gentlemen that does short -term rentals said that he got into it because he met another officer who had a fourplex and he mm -hmm. had they were a bunch of two bed one bath um units and he was renting out each room so he had eight rooms in wow. one unit and he got it back when the mortgages were great and the and interest rates right. were great. And so he's cleaning house. Wow. And That's you get a great place to stay. Like, I don't want to focus entirely on, like, I know this is about passive income, but I want people to understand, too, like, you're getting a great stay with right. your full kitchen. Like I said, my property has an acre and a half of land that you and your pets can come hang out on. Right. Um, and you're getting amenities that you're not going to get on the Oh, 100%. Yeah, and you can get away from the base. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The privacy uh, is awesome. No, I love that a lot. Well, um, I have had a glorious time catching up with you and chit-chatting and just really indulging in your experience the last, like, 15 years plus uh, a little bit over the last what you've been up to in the last two years. Um, so I just really wanted to say thank you for uh, joining me on the podcast um, catching up for one and taking the taking the time to reach out to me on Facebook um, and say hi again because uh, that just kind of sparked everything back up. So I really wanted to make sure uh, to say thank you. No, thank you for the opportunity to kind of share what we're doing. And I think what you're doing is great. Like I saw that you're doing the brokerage thing and the real estate thing. And I was just like, man, thank you. And he has a podcast. He is killing it <laughs> for, you know, like I just... I want to see more people get educated on what our benefits are. So the fact that you're out actively using them and then teaching people about it, I think that's wonderful. Yeah, I really appreciate that. So one more real, little wrap up. Um, if you want to reach out to Alex, her information will be down below um, or next to us in the podcast. Um, if you see this on YouTube, you'll be able to watch it and then her information will be down below. Um, and then the website that you should reach out or go and check it out if you have some rental properties is thebillets.org. And uh, make sure you guys are getting on that passive wealth train. It's so good. Amen. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. And uh, this is episode 74. We've got Alex Tessier with Billets. Thank you so much. Later. Thanks, TJ.